Welcome to our Wednesday Bible study. This Bible study began 14 weeks ago for our church family at St. Paul's Lutheran in Columbia, South Carolina, but has grown to include other family and friends as well. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most merciful God, we love you and we thank you for the grace you extend to us each and every day. We thank you today for the gift of your word and ask that your Holy Spirit would work in us and with us to help us interpret your word correctly. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So today we're going to talk about dreams, design patterns, and apocalyptic literature. There are many instances in Scripture where the biblical characters had dreams. More often than not, the dreams were apocalyptic in nature. While most of us modern folks today think the definition of apocalypse as being equivalent to the end-of-the-world type events, that was not so in biblical times. The definition of the Greek word for apocalypse means revealing. So today, as we move through our Bible study, pay attention to what is being revealed, or as the Greeks would have said 2,000 years ago, apocalypto. Also, pay attention to the biblical author's intentional use of design patterns. This was not the first dream in the Bible, but the stories are significant, and each dream reveals something significant. Let's get started by opening our Bibles to the book of Genesis, chapter 31, verses 5 through 11. Here is the reading. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, Listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly... My sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around me, gathered around mine, and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream, and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream. And this time the sun and the moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. So, because of these two dreams, Joseph's brothers really ticked off at him, and they planned on killing him. So, they tossed him in a cistern. They were going to leave him there to die, but instead they sold him to Midianite travelers who took him down to Egypt. It was there where a fellow named Potiphar, who was Pharaoh's captain of the guard, purchased Joseph to be his servant. Joseph actually prospered there. And Potiphar put him in charge of his household affairs and entrusted into his care everything he owned. Things were going pr pretty well for Joseph, 
But as scripture says, Joseph was well-built and handsome, and that his master's wife took notice of that. This resulted in many attempts to lead Joseph astray, but he resisted. She finally staged an event that landed Joseph in prison. I assume there were several different prisons because scripture notes that this prison where Joseph was held was where the king's servants were sent if they happened to cross Pharaoh. While in prison, Joseph met a cup-bearer and baker that had been sent to prison because they had offended Pharaoh. Our next reading is also found in Genesis. It includes a pair of dreams, and we'll be reading from Genesis chapter 40, verse 4b through 22. And here's the reading. After they had been in custody for some time, each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream the same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. So he asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody with him in his master's house, Why do you look so sad today? We both had dreams, they answered, but there's no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said to him, In my dream I saw a vine in front of me, and on the vine were three branches, and as soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand, just as you used to when you were his cupbearer. But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favorable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up off your head and impale your body on a pole and the birds will eat away your flesh. Now the third day was Pharaoh's birthday, and he gave a feast for all his officials. He lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and chief baker in the presence of his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he impaled the chief baker just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. Now, for the third set of a pair of dreams, we go to Genesis chapter 41, verses 1 through 41. And here is the reading. When two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream, 
He was standing by the Nile. When out of the river there came up seven cows, sleek and fat, and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, ugly and gaunt, came out of the Nile and stood beside those on the river bank. And the cows that were ugly and gaunt ate up the seven sleek, fat cows. Then Pharaoh woke up. He fell asleep again and had a second dream. Seven heads of grain, healthy and good, were growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads of grain sprouted, thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven healthy, full heads. Then Pharaoh woke up. It had been a dream. In the morning, his mind was troubled, so he sent for all the magicians and wise men in Egypt. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one could interpret them for him. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I am reminded of my shortcomings. Pharaoh was once angry with his servants, and he imprisoned me. And the chief baker in the house of the captain of the guard, each of us had a dream the same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. Now a young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams, and he interpreted them for us giving each man the interpretation of his dream. And things turned out exactly as he interpreted them to us. I was restored to my position, and the other man was impaled. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it. But I have heard it said that, when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing on the bank of the Nile, when out of the river they came up seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed among the reeds. After them seven other cows came up, scrawny and very ugly and lean, I had never seen such ugly cows in all the land of Egypt. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows that came up first. But even after they ate them, no one could tell that they had done so, and they looked just as ugly as before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I saw seven heads of grain, full and good, growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads sprouted withered and thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads. I told this to the magicians, but none of them could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It is one in the same dream. The seven lean, ugly cows that came up afterward are seven years. And so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is just as I said to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt. But seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance in Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will ravage the land. 
The abundance in the land will not be remembered because the famine that follows will be so severe. The reason the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God, and God will do it soon. Now let Pharaoh look for a discerning wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food of the, these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all of his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, Can we find anyone like this man, one in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all of my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Wow. You kind of see where this is headed? The first set of dreams sent Joseph on a journey that eventually landed him in prison. His second set of dreams eventually would lead him to meet Pharaoh, and the final pair of dreams would help release him from prison and come full circle back to the first set of the dreams to show that they did come to fruition. When his brothers and eventually his father came to Egypt to purchase the grain, they did end up bowing down to Joseph. Sometimes you have to read just a little bit more to gain a whole lot more knowledge, especially in the Word of God. Remember, the Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. And if you're interested in learning more about design patterns and types of literature in the Bible, go to BibleProject.com and you will be rewarded with many resources to help you with cultural and historical interpretation of God's Word. It will also help you live into our church's vision statement, which is learning, loving, living God's word. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and what it reveals to us. And we pray that we may discern your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Now, go in peace, serve the Lord.